Good morning, afternoon or evening. Welcome once again to 1459. No matter the moment, no matter the place, wherever you're listening from. Whether the sun is shining or rain is pouring down, whether you're traveling or at home, we start up the engine of the DeLorean and we set sail to Paris, France. A city is already wondering. What I'm wondering today. Can you make history if your acts speak louder than words? Here we go. As I was saying, we have arrived on the DeLorean to May 29th. 1913, and we have landed in Paris, France. More than 2,000 people leave the Elysian Fields Theatre after a ballet premiere. Three elements define, for the first time in history, that the audience is completely split in the end. 1. Half of them affirm that's the best live performance they've ever seen. 2. The other half is terrified about what they have seen, showing its rejection at all levels. And 3. 40 people are arrested after ripping the theater seats off and hitting other people during the show. Luckily, this would not be the last time the ballet was performed. Today we tell the story of the premiere of The Rite of Spring by Stravinsky. In order to do it, we have to go back in time some years farther. Stravinsky is a Russian young music composer that, although he went to law school, knows that his future is music-based. It's happened many times in history. When a big project is born, it's not possible to make it happen from the beginning. It may be due to the lack of funds, lack of cooperation, ideas very difficult to implement, Nevertheless, many artists work on intermediate projects that can help towards the big goal, whether it's getting known around, fundraising, etc. Therefore, Stravinsky would write the music for two ballets, as The Firebird and Petrushka. The Firebird would be the first cooperation between Igor Stravinsky, the businessman Sergei Diaghilev, and the dancer Václav Nijinsky. They created the itinerant ballet company called the Russian Ballets, and this could be their first project. The fast disposition of Stravinsky to write the music for them was very successful, and they would join forces in Petrushka as well. This last one is a combination of music and dance, and design as well, through three puppets spanning the timeless tragedy of the human spirit. The success of Petrushka made possible that Stravinsky could write the music for the work that would define his career, and without him knowing it, the music of the entire 20th century. People would not be prepared for what this ballet would mean. Stravinsky worked in isolated parts of the ballet without having a full image, that the music had to work on two levels. Not only would it accompany a dance, but it would have a great theme behind, difficult to making it fit into the current thinking of people at the time. Inspired by Russian poems, the Rite of Spring had to be a faithful representation of the Russian roots, an approach to the pagan Russian culture. So, coordinating choreography, 
music, dresses and the story would be a much more ambitious task than what it seemed before. Stravinsky had been completing parts of the work in his piano at home, taking into account he relied in his imagination for how everything would have to sound with a full orchestra when the work was done. Four main key topics would explain why this ballet would change everything. Rhythm, melody, harmony and orchestration. 1. The work would not be lineal. There would not be an intro, some main themes or phases like the usual intro cracks outcome. Furthermore, melodies would not sound at the same time or tone, so it would create chaos and disorder within the audience. Irregular rhythm patterns and the emphasis of the musical phrases would be tweaked, like someone is talking, changing the accent mark in every word. 2. People are used to major tones, happy, or minor tones, sad. However, the sounds here clash upon others, they are not nice to the ear at first, and there are no scales or usual tones. Some instruments would play way above their usual range, aiming to confuse the audience. Less notes that usual would be used, but with not apparent relationship between them. Ironically, this seems so modern back in the day, but it was very common back in the classic ages. 3. Music was nothing comparable to the usual classical music back then. There were no structures, but a mere accumulation of notes. No functionality in the music, but pure sound. Stravinsky wanted to appeal to the primal instincts of the audience, connecting with them in their emotional instinctive side, and not so artificial as it would be using usual chords or melodies. 4. It didn't matter how this sounded on his piano, Stravinsky had to adapt the piece to a full orchestra. Running away from the conventional, which was having the violins doing the main melodies, the main lead instruments would be flutes and similar wind instruments picturing the exotic side of spring, with a heavy contrast on the loud drums and percussions that would accompany later. Something completely opposite for what's been done for more than 300 years. All of this makes the ballet as the first groundbreaking music piece, as it breaks away with everything defined as conventional and embraces a new way to approach the audience stronger, more primal, more experimental and, on top of everything, new. Once the music was fully composed, imagining its link with the dance on the stage, the piano transcript was taken to the person who was going to conduct the orchestra. Once Stravinsky played for more than 30 minutes the demo, the orchestra conductor, Pierre Monteux, exited the room in complete silence and went to his room so he would not be bothered he could not believe what he had listened to. When he returned, he said that he would never be able to conduct an orchestra playing that music. Luckily, they changed his mind. He didn't know what he had coming. Although the music was fully written, they had to pass the score on to the musicians and also had to see whether the dance was progressing at the same pace. However, the choreographies and suits were behind schedule. As well as the music was aggressive in some parts, the dance was as well. 
This fresh combination would translate into the rehearsals to be chaotic. There were instruments that could not be heard. The hits of the dancers were sometimes so loud that you would not hear the orchestra. The choreographers had to shout the numbers from the side of the stage, so the dancers would not be lost due to the chaos in the music. Even in the rehearsals, the orchestra conductor had to ask repeatedly to his musicians not to complain about the tempo changes, nor looking for mistakes in the score. And obviously, the story itself that was the main key and would leave no one indifferent. The Rite of Spring describes the kidnapping and pagan sacrifice of a girl that declared the chosen one over any of the other girls has to dance to her death in order to gain the favor of the gods so spring can begin. So we arrived on the premiere date, May 29, 1913. In the recently opened Elysium Fields Theatre in Paris, more than 2,000 people await, anxious and expectant to be the first ones to experience this ballet. They really don't know what's coming. In the audience there are two main groups of people, as in every other music event back in the day. The first ones are the wealthy ones, the Parisian jet set, having the stage boxes and the best seats in the house, waiting for a classic ballet. The other ones would be the bohemian group, far less wealthy, that used to praise every and all new material, whether they like it or not, just for protesting against the usual classic material. The first piece of the night was the ballet The Selfs, a sweet conventional work whose music was written by Chopin, and it sounds like what people are expecting later. Here it comes the break, and after returning from it, the lights go down, and the ride begins. The first sound of it starts the talks in the audience, as they cannot recognize what instrument it is. It was just a bassoon playing way, way over the usual range. And here they come, the dissonances, the hits, the abruptnesses, the pagan rides in the stage, the choreographer shouting the steps, so the dancers hadn't lost. The squealing melodies, the drums, the young girl dresses, included the main character girl who dances more violently each time until she dies surrounded by men. And the final orchestra hit that comes when people were not expecting it, loud and short. People were not ready for this. This was the epitome of experimentation, both in music as well as in feelings in the audience. During the play, the audience has gone from the initial murmuring to mimic the instruments in a loud voice, to complain orally, to hit the seats brutally, to insult other people, to even duel other people, to the mockery, to the punches, to booing the music and the dance. While half of them were enjoying something so creative and innovative, even on a standing ovation before the ballet ended, the other half screamed in their seats, shouting their displeasure and throwing objects around. It all went one step farther when police entered the venue to arrest 40 people due to the public disorder. Although this is stated by many eyewitnesses, there's no document that can back this up 100%.
something completely sure is that no one was indifferent by the end of it. Stravinsky left his seat in the theatre after the first booing and saw the rest of the ballet from the side. The bad press would come immediately. Childish atrocity, baffling adventure, crude, ideas not accomplished, ridiculous, work of a madman, outrageous, atrocious, horrible. Long story short, the complete opposite of what people expected, the complete opposite to a ballet. One year later, there would be a concert with the music entirely, no dance, and Stravinsky was greatly given a standing ovation, although it was more of a soundtrack to a dance rather than pure music like a symphony or a concerto, it was in this event where it gained the cult status it has now. Many soundtrack movies that belong to our pop culture universe, such as Jaws or Star Wars, are heavily influenced by the right. To this day, The Rite of Spring is considered the most controversial music piece of the entire 20th century. 1459 is a podcast for discovering certain events and people through history preventing them to be forgotten. Although you are listening to the English version, there is a version in Spanish of this same episode that you can find in Podbean or in any of the major social networks. Every week there will be a new episode, as well as an archive with all the previous episodes for free. Thank you for your time and for listening to 1459 Podcast. I have composed and produced all the music in the background specifically for this podcast in order to be properly set. This has been Louder Than Words. Next week, we will travel to Cambridge, United States. Until then, be good. Oh, 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 oh,